Okay, Bokatov, Bokatov, we're starting. We're starting again. We're starting again. Okay, here we go. Uh, today's daf is daf yud tes in Shkolem. Right from the Mishnah again, I said the, the today's daf can be entitled Lost and Found. Says the Mishnah. We learned yesterday and, the, and before that about the 13 boxes in which they placed the money uh, for the various functions. The new Shkolem, the old Shkolem, the wood, the spices... Uh, for the clay shaw race, and then there were six for the Nadava. What happens if uh, people made a mistake? We'll see later on that the boxes were really in a circle, and some money, money got dropped in between, or some money was found in between the boxes. What happens then? So some money was found between the uh, box of Shkolem and the box of Nadava. And the dove is for, is for uh, Karbanos Olas, a free will offering. And as the Shkolem went for the regular Karbanos Siba that we've discussed. So let's say you find some money in between them. What do you do? So the general rule is we go with what's closer. We learned that out from a person who dies. What's the story with Egla Rufa? They find a dead body between two cities. Who's responsible for it? So there's a whole parsh in the Torah, right? What do they do? They measure and they say, who is the closest city? Whoever's the closest, they're responsible. So Moshim to Banish you don't know where the money came from. Again, lost and found. Call the from. If it was closer to the Shkolem box, put it there, right? Then a dove, if it's closer to the dove box, it goes for the dove. In other words, remember, Shkolem goes for Karbonas that are Tzibur, uh, that are Karbonas Tzibur, and Nadavas are all for Olos. People gave them as free will offerings. Every one of them is for a carbon Ola. As we'll see, Shkolem, yes, most of the money or a lot of the money goes for Karbana Sima. Remember, what about the leftover money? That goes for construction, etc. We'll talk about that. Machsa, machsa. Here's the problem. What happens if it's right in between? 50, it's on the 50-yard line, right between the two boxes. What do you do? Yiplu Nadava, goes for Nadava. What's the idea? Why does it go for Nadava if you're not sure? Because Nadava is for Karbonas. Karbonas is more humble, more stringent. That's, that's holier, so to speak. Whereas if it goes for the Shkolem, yes, it's for the Karbonas Sibor, but the leftover money might go for construction. Better for go for Karbonas, which is the highest level of Kedusha. So again, if it's closest, we don't care. You go with the closest one. You assume it came from the closest box. If it's 50-50, you go with the more stringent one, the more holier one. That's the general principle we're going here too. Ben Etzenvold, say you find it between the two boxes of one for wood, one for spices. So car again, it goes with the closest one. Carve lights and you pull the If it's closer to the wood box, you put it. You go goes to the wood box. Levona. If it's closer to the spices, you put a levona. Machza machza. You put a levona. Why? Because levona is carbon itself. Carbon. The levona is is the incense. They burn the incense. That's part of a carbon. Whereas the wood is simply a machshir and it prepares it. You know, it helps the uh, the carbon get burnt. So again. Again, if it's if it's on the 50-50, if it's right in between, you you take you take it to the more stringent, the more holier one. Ben Kinalagoseo, let's say you find it between the two boxes. One was for Kenan. According to the Rabbanan, Kenan is when people have to bring a pair of requirement, like a, a Uledis or a Zava brings uh, two birds, one for Khatas, one for Ola. So if it's between the Kenan and the Gosle Ola, which are two uh two um free will offerings of two of two uh Ola birds. Again, Karvlakian, you believe it. Whatever's closest, we don't care. You go with the closest one. Karvlakozaola, Gipokozaola, Matsamasi, Bulgozaola. Ah, if it's 50 50, you, you give it to the Gozaola because an Ola is the holiest of Karbonos. Why? Because it's totally burnt to Hashem. There's nothing eaten by the coin at all. Okay, yes, but we're going to get the Gemara's going to ask Akash about this. Wait a minute. 
If it's on the 50-50, say, I can understand you go Hummer if this is a carbon, that's not a carbon, fine. But over here, they're both carbonas. And, okay, the olas may be more holier, but the people who gave their money for a chatas on an ola, maybe that money should have gone for a chatas. How are they supposed to get a, a, um, a kapara? How is that supposed to happen? So we'll see in the Gemara. So if it's 50-50, go through ola. Let's say you had two other boxes, one, not, not the 13 boxes, but you yourself had money at home. You had Meister Shaney money and you had a box of, uh, you know, your two uh, safes or two wallets or whatever, and you found the money, uh, you had regular money, unconsecrated money, and Meister Shaney money that you had converted fruits and vegetables into money. So you go with the closest no matter what. If one's closer, you assume it came from there, right? Again, we learn out from, uh, from Egla Rufa. Is holier, you go there. Here's the general principle. You always go by the nearest one. You assume what's closest is closest. Lahokel, right? Even, even for, even if it's a kula, even if it's a leniency. If it's 50-50, if it's exactly in between, you go lachomra. So the Gemara says, what is going on over here? When you say over here, if it, if it fell between the shkalim and the nadava, if we look back in the yesterday's daf, what was the closest box to the shkalim? Was Kenan, was the birds. So why are we talking about the boxes if it fell between the, the shkalim and the nadava? The nadava was the last, last boxes, right? The last six, meaning from number eight to number 13, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. It wasn't the one closest to number one and number two, the Shkolem. So how could it fall between them? So Rav B'Shem Rapimchas came in, no, it wasn't in a straight line. As we said, the, the 13 boxes, uh, Moshe asked me yesterday where they were exactly. You know, the Gemara doesn't sell, tell us exactly where they were. Different pictures show different things. And people say, okay, it was somewhere in the base of Migdash near the Mizbech. But the fact that we don't tell it where it is probably tells us that it didn't have to be in a certain place. It could have been anywhere, really, that it was convenient. In any case, they were in a circle. So if they were in a circle, yes. If you go 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 10 to 13, so the Shkolem is number 1 and 2, and the Nadavim is number 8 to 13. But if they're in a circle, so number 13 was right, really, was really not near number 1 also, because they were all in a circle, and therefore it could have been between, could have easily fallen between a box of Nadava and a box of uh, Shkolem. So the Gemara says, Machza, Lemachza, What's the reason why you say if it's 50 50 between Shkolem and Nadava goes to Nadava? Some say very simple because the olas, the, the boxes for the dava, every 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 penny in there, so to speak, every shekel goes for karbonos ola. But if it's in the shkalim, some of it might be left over for shiar. Some of it might not be taken out. You remember the three times a year that they took them out in three boxes each. So some of the money remained in there, and the money remained went for construction. That's not as holy as actually carbon. boy, some say the meimer masa masa kemishames. The reason why if it's 50-50, you don't send it for shkolem, but rather you bring it for an adava, meaning karbanas ola, is because it's as if an owner gave shkolem and he died. Let's say the owner set aside, a person was about to say shkolem, and he set aside the shkolem, and then he died. What do you do with that money? So we'll see, Amrav Yasa, when I was in Babel, Shamas, I heard, Kol Rav I heard the voice of Rav Yudah asking Shmuel, Shol, Shmuel, what happens if a person set aside his money, his shekel, and he died? What do you do with that money? It's not like we learn a chato, so you let the thing die. What do you do with that? Omrele, Yiplon, it goes for Nadava. Oh, so that's what he says over here also. He asked him another question too. Moses, I see if you had any leftover of the Kohen Gadol's um, money, 
that he set aside for the Asir Saifa, what do you do with it? Again, Sir Biachan says, no, you actually have left over a serious Saifa of the Eifa that the coin Gadol brings every day. So what do you do? You send, you, th- you dispose of that. You throw it in the Yamamel from Lezer, That's as far as a serious Saifa. But our question is, it's as if, a, it's as if, in other words, what's our concern? That you, you found some money between the shekel box and between the Nadava box. He says it goes for Nadava. Why? So one answer is because Nadava is always a carbon. That's holier. Whereas Shkolem might be, might wind up being left over and used for construction. Another answer is, it's as if it, it's as if the owner died. We don't know where what happened. We don't know what happened. So as if the owner died. If the owner died, it goes for an adava. So either way, it goes for a carbon. So now the Gemara another kasha. A kasha v'yesh chatas kreivola. What's going on over here? If in the, in the case later on where you said it fell between what? Between shkolem money, which is what? Um, uh, that, that, which, is, which is shkolem money, which can go even for a chatas, Right? It, or not even for the shkolem. Forget the shkolem. The shkolem could go for all kinds of korbanos and whatever they decide later on. But later on, the mission. What was the third? What were the third and fourth boxes? The third and fourth boxes were for Kenan and Gozleola. Okay, so Kenan means it's a pair of birds according to Rabbanan, not according to Abuda, but according to Rabbanan. In, in yesterday's mishnah, Kenan is a pair of birds that let's say uh, Zava has to bring one chatas and one ola, and Gozleola are two olos. So what do we say there? Uh, Mishnah said that between, if it fell between the Kenan and Gozleola, it should go for Gozleola, right? Because the Olas are more holy than Achatas. But the fact is, maybe it came from the Kenan, and maybe that it should have been for Achatas. So what are you going to do? So how can you bring Achatas as an Ola? Achatas, we know if the owner died or if something happened to the Achatas, okay, you let it die, right? But you can't take money of Achatas and bring it as an Ola. How does that work? So you say, you're not sure Ola's holy or Sess, but it might be Chathos money. What do you do with that? You can't take a Chathos one day, a carbon, whether it's a bird or an animal, or even money of a Chathos, and say, this is a Chathos money, and say, I'm going to use it for an Ola. So how does this work over here? If you found the money between the Kenan box and between the Gozli Ola box, Gozli Ola's always Ola's. The Kenan could be Chathos or Ola. So maybe it's a Chathos money. So Chizki B'Shem Rabban explains that Tanai Besnet, it's a stipulation of the, of the court of the Beis HaMikdash, he says, whatever's left over, lost or left over, should be brought as an Ola. Okay. In other words, that was part of the condition. What happens? We're talking about it like this. We're not talking about a woman who brought her money or brought the two birds and says, bring this, I have to be, retire myself and bring these birds. This is, and either she's, if she's designated them in advance, we've learned before, if she says, this is the chata sesanola, you have to bring this as a chata sesanola. If she says, here's the money, buy both of them, buy two of them and whatever you decide, the coin, when he shechts them, when he does malika, that's how you bring them. That's fine too. Here we're talking about where people just threw the money into the box and they said, I brought enough money for the two birds and they should be designated as such. He, she didn't designate him now. When the coin brings when they're designated, but there's chatas money in there. Some of the money could have been chatas money. Let's say she brought $2, right? $1 for one bird, $1 for the other bird. Now, we don't know. The money all gets mixed up in the box, right? But as long as they bring uh, half of them olas and half of them chatas, that's okay. They're designated at that point in time. But the fact is the money that was lost, that might have been money from one person, and that might have been chatas uh, money. That might have been chatas money, we don't know, right? Let's say she brought, uh, you know, let's say we, we really don't know. It depends on how many other animals were brought out of that box, how many other birds were brought out of the box. So maybe that's chatas. The answer is no. The, it's the Tanai Bezdin, they stipulate because they can stipulate all the money in the box, what goes for what, right? That's only decided later on. So they also stipulate that any money that fell out of the box should be brought as an ola. 
That's, that's what they stipulated. It hasn't been designated yet. Again, it's not like where they brought the money in advance and said, this dollar for the chattas, this dollar for the, uh, for the uh, ola, or this bird for the chattas. It hasn't been stipulated. So they just stipulate anything that's lost or found will be uh, found later on or uh, whatever is or left over should be brought as an ola. Fine, but what about the lady herself? What about the lady? Let's say the lady brought, uh, the, the, the lady had a, a zav or a zav, a woman, or you let us, had, she needed to bring a chatas and an ola. She never brought one. So how does that work? So, <clears throat> um, I, so the Gemara says, again, that's the, that's the condition. It's not that we're turning a chatas into an ola. It hasn't been designated. The, 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 the Rabbanan said, the Bezdin said, that anything that's left over or found should be brought as an ola. But that woman... What does she do? How does she get her atonement? But After all, maybe it's her money that fell. Maybe she the two, her $2, she missed the box and it fell between. Now you're going to bring that money as Olas. She never brought a chatos. Again, that's part of the condition of Bezdin. Tanai Bezdinu, that I'm a sapik a sakinan, the supplier of the birds. <coughs> what is Bezdin of the Kohan and Bezdin of Vesmigish takes all that money and buys birds. Then when they buy from the supplier, that's the condition, that if they find any money on the floor, he has to bring them extra birds as brought as a chatos. Extra birds bring as a chatos. Why? Because maybe, in other words, the money that's found on the floor, they're going to use to buy olos. But maybe if they find money there, it's for a chatos. And as whatever money is found, let's say they find enough money to buy 10 birds, they have to buy 10 chatos birds and they bring them. Now you might say, you can't just bring a chatos bird on your own. Right? If you, unless there was a sin or, or you led this or a zava. Well, the answer is if we find money on the floor, we have to use that money for chatos. And as a special rule, by an animal, you can't do that. But a chatos bird is brought even on a suffolk. It can't be eaten. It can't be eaten because maybe it really should be an ola. We don't know. Right? But, it, but it's brought on a suffolk and you bring it and it's not eaten. That's the rule. It's special of can be brought even for a suffolk. So that's what they do over here too. If they find $10 on the floor, they buy 10 birds and they bring that as a chatos. Besides the fact, the money itself goes for olos, as we said before. If, if, it's, if it's not closer to either one, you bring those olos because olos is more sanctified. But besides that, those $10 that went for the bird, if there were $10, you tell the supplier, he also has to supply 10 more birds for chatos, which are brought as a suffolk. And this way, the women will get their kapara. So, so the Gemara. Why, why didn't yeah. we say that yesterday? That, uh, yeah, we had, that, had the same question. That's where the question about somebody who died. Here we're not talking about so, nobody but died over here. Like nobody. Money. Huh? It's like well, why, money. Why can't it be a tonight? That. Why can't Why can't you have a bezdin tonight for that that situation as well for the mate? Oh, because there we have a rule. That, that's Allah Mushmi Sinai. You can't change that. If a woman died, she put her money in, and we know that for sure that she died, then the Allah Mushmi Sinai takes over that, that you, you, can't, you can't bring it. So Rabbi Yehuda said, according to Rabban, and the Rabban said, Yesh, Bray, refine. So we can decide that, that this money was designated for her, right? And you could say, take $10 or $4 out of the pot and throw it into the river, because that money's. But we hold Ain Bray, like Rabbi Yehuda. So her money was in there, and she died. What are you going to do? She put money in there and she died. Here we're not talking about it. Nobody died over here. Here we're talking about nobody died. We just done with some ladies, money fell on the floor. And we're going to bring it now. We're going to use that money as an adava because that's holier. How is she going to get her kapara? The answer is the supplier has to supply extra birds for her. 
Now, we don't know who she is, and we're not even sure if it's Chathos or Ola. We don't know what money fell down over there, what, what, what happened. Fine, so you bring it out of Suffolk and you can't be eaten. Nobody died over here. Okay, uh, now, the Gemara son of the Kasha, we talk about 13 boxes, right? And we said, okay, this one, if they're, if they're between two boxes, whichever's closest, closest. If they're, if they're exactly 50-50, exactly halfway equidistant between the two boxes, so you take the holier one. But we didn't mention all of them. We mentioned between Shkolem and Adaba, Eitzim and Levona, between the Kina and the Gosli Ola, but there were many more boxes. The Gemara says, well, Surcha Delo, possible, my Gemara says Ketoris, but there is no Ketoris in the Mishnah, so it's probably Ola. Lo Surcha Delo, Bain Ola, Laitzim, right? Between an Ola box like the Dove and the Wood, or the Levona, Zofa Kaparsa, could have been other boxes also mixed up between the spice box and the, and the money for Kleisharis. The Gemara says, you're right, but he didn't mention all of them. Tanisa Basafu, at the end, we learned Zach Klal. Here's the general principle. Hocha Harkarov. Between any two boxes, you take the one that's closer. If it's closer to one box, you assume it came from there. Machsamachs, if it's equidistant between two boxes, you take the more stringent one or the holier one. Holier is more stringent, right? Okay. It says the next mission. Most of them, again, we're talking about lost and found today. Most of them, let's say you find money between, uh, in front of the um, behema suppliers, merchants. Now, what happens? In Yerushalayim, there's, there's a lot of karbonos brought every year, right? Especially around the Chagim time, because Ole Regal, they bring up for, it's not even for carbon Pesach, even if it's not a carbon Pesach, people bring their Meiser Shani money, their, or their Meiser Behemas, they bring their money. A lot of money is used up there, uh, brought to Yerushalayim. Again, if they brought fruits and vegetables, instead of schlepping, they turn into money, and they would buy animals with the Meiser Shani money, and bring that as a, and, and, and eat that in Yerushalayim. So let's say you find money in front of the in front of the uh, supplier, the animal suppliers. Well, that's always meiser. You assume it's meiser money because that's what people bring. They bring their meiser money to Shalayim, and uh, they're most of the people there. Most of the people who come to Shalayim. They bring their money there and they buy animals. There are more customers than there are suppliers. So we assume any time of the year, any money you find there is miser shani money, and you have to eat that. You take that money and eat it, and and buy food and eat it in your shalim. Ubaharabayis chulin. Listen to this: If you find the money on harabayis, you assume that's chulin because their people aren't buying anything there. There, they just it just fell from people all from all year round. Somebody could have dropped some money there, fell out of their wallet. Why don't you assume it? Maybe it came from the shekel money or whatever. The Gemara will talk about that. What about if you find money not on Harabais? You find it in your Shalayim. All around the year, you assume it's Chulun, because as we'll see, the Shalayim was kept clean. They swept it every day. So if you find money any time of the year not around the Shalash Regalim, you assume it's Chulun money, it fell out of somebody's wallet. Everybody's coming with their Meiser money to your Shalayim, right? They come up, Ola Regal, not just for uh, to buy a Chagiga. Or, or, or to bring their carbon that they had to bring, but you assume it goes bus a rove, rove of the money there. Most of the money there goes, is my Sashani money. So if you find money around, you come up uh, <clears throat> on the Shalash or going to Yerushalayim, you find money in the street. It, it what didn't come from a few months ago the, because the, sweeps, the streets are swept every day. Probably that money came currently and it fell from somebody who came through Shalim now and therefore most of the money is Maestro Shani. The idea is you go bus a rove. Remember, we've discussed this many times. Torah says, Achirab Mlahatos, you go bus a rove. Rove is Kavadai. You assume it's Vadai. Again, if you have two pieces of kosher meat, got mixed up with a piece of non kosher meat, Menat Torah, you can eat all three pieces of meat. 
you can't in purpose take the kosher, the non-kosher meat and mix it with the other ones. But if it if it got mixed up, you're allowed to look at Of course, Midar Abanan, we we need Batal Bashishim, no St. Tom, all the rules apply. Truma's one in a hundred, Klayim, Arla, one in two hundred. These are all Drabanan. Or, or a rabbana that uh, a dovish of a minion is never bottle, things that are counted, if you have a thousand eggs or whatever it is, one egg got mixed up, dovish means never bottle. These are all lachas rabbana. Then a Torah, you go basarov, and that's it. Basarov says that most of the money there is mice or money. What about Moser Shlimsa Be'azara? Let's say you find some meat in the Azara. Again, lost and found. This is all about you find things, right? You found it, you lost it, you found it. Basarov, you find some food in the Azara. What do you mean you found some food in the Azara? There's all kinds of carbonus over there, right? You find in the Azara, you find, but what's it do? What do you mean you found it? You found it means somebody took their, somebody wasn't paying attention, right? The Kohenim, so to speak, got, got, uh, got preoccupied with something. Uh, they checked their cell phone to check the score or whatever, and they took their mind off it. Now somebody picked up that piece of meat. They weren't, they weren't occupied and holding on to it the whole time. So you find someone in Azara, if you find it in limbs, it wasn't cut up like to eat. Presumably, that's ola. That's, those are olos. The chatichos, if they're small pieces cut up to eat, that's probably chatos. Chatos meat. You found it in the azara. It wasn't, remember, kachim kalim can be eaten in Yerushalayim, but if you find it in the azara, if it's in the form of big pieces, it's probably olas. You have to be burned. Chatichos can be eaten. Chatos and can be eaten. Or Yerushalayim find it outside in Yerushalayim, outside of the azara. It's probably zifchei shlomim, right? But what do you do? Can you eat all that stuff? Can you eat it? What can you do with it? Yes, it could be that it's ola meat in your in the azara. It could be chatos if it's cut up in your shalim. It could be zevshlam, but you can't eat it. You don't know when it's from. Maybe it's from a few days ago. Zev zev In both cases, whether it's in the azara and shalim, you can't eat it because maybe it's a few days old. It's no sar. We've discussed this a million times. No sar. It's chayv kara. So we don't know what should you do. Maybe it's not no sar. Maybe it's from today. So what do you do? Tuberzerosa, you leave it overnight. You let it become decomposed. It doesn't have to actually become decomposed, but it's disfigured. It's halachically, it's considered no. If you leave it overnight, even though it looks good and it's not spoiled, it's considered no sar. Tuberzerosa, you leave it overnight, and you burn it. You the basis reifa. Again, we'll see why, because, well, you don't know what to do. You don't know if it's from today. If you knew if it was from today, you could eat it or do, eat it according to the rules of whatever carbon you think it is. But maybe it's from a few days ago, so maybe it's no, sir. But maybe it's not no, sir. And if it's from today, you can't burn it without letting it uh, become, let, leading it, uh, you have to let it get puzzled first by leaving it overnight. And by a shlumen, overnight isn't good enough. You got to leave it over two nights, right? Because shlum's eaten for two days in a night. So you don't know, so you have to wait and leave it to us. Nims of Gvulim. Let's say you find some meat. Why, why, why would you be able to eat it? And in any case, why would you be able to eat it? It's not yours. Uh-uh. It's not yours to eat. It's, it's not your Corbin. Uh-uh. It's not your slummy, even if it's slummy. Right, right. It's not your slummy. Right. So, so again, so if as far as as far as shlumim goes, uh, if there's no simon on it, we learned in Elumitzias, you can keep it. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Isn't that what we used to say? Right? There's no simon on it. You assume the Balaam was miyayish. He gave up hope and you can eat it, right? That's the issue, whether it's in the basement or not. The question is not ownership over here. The question is, is it kosher to eat or not? So in, we assume here that it's kosher, but we don't know when it's from. Is it from today or is it from a few days ago? If it's from today, you can't burn it yet. You can't burn it without letting it get spoiled first. So you have to let it spoil, but maybe it's already spoiled. So then you wait, but you're not sure, but you can't eat it because maybe it's spoiled. Maybe it's no sir. Let's say you find it in Tel Aviv. 
You find it outside of Yerushalayim. You find some food there. And we're talking about when rove of most of the uh, most of the food there was kosher meat because most of the people were keeping kosher. The stores were kosher. If you find it a varim in if you find it in um, uh, in limb form, not cut up to eat. You assume it's nevelus. It was something that uh, died on its own. That did not. Uh, that wasn't properly geshachten. Uh, we're not even talking about if it was goyish. We're just talking about the fact that why wasn't it cut up to be eaten? Why didn't the butcher cut it up? Maybe it was a bad one. The shechita didn't work or just died on its own. Chatichas, if you find it in small pieces, you can eat them. You can eat them. Now, you can eat them today. You wouldn't say it doesn't have badats and all that. It didn't come from a kosher. Yes, but the, if the butchers are all kosher butchers and you find up meat ready like in hamburger form or ready to eat, you can mamish eat it. And when there's a lot of meat, because then they would, there was a lot of meat in the time of the rego, even if you find it in limb form, you're allowed to eat it. Why? Because probably they're cooking it now. They just cut it up. Most of the animals are kosher animals that are, that are for shkita, meaning we're not talking about the baris carbonos, but there's a lot of meat over there. People are cooking, etc., and therefore it's mutter. Again, interesting thing that uh, the idea that rove tells you that it's kosher and you can eat it. Nobody would eat it today. You find a piece of meat in the street. Who's going to eat that piece of meat, right? But halachically, you could. Says the Gemara, lo lo kodesh. What does that mean over here? You said over here, if you find it in harabayis, the money that you find in harabayis, uh, harabayis, it's chulin. What do you mean? It's not good kodesh. It could be shekel money. How can you say if you find money on harabayis, it's chulin money? How can you say that? So Rabbah Rabchia Bashem Rabbi Yochan says Chazakashina Kam Motsimina Lishchamos Achumachalon Alabahema. Sure the coin takes money from the Lishcha from the Shkolem. But as soon as he takes it out, you can assume that he transferred the Kdusha onto money. As he bought an animal with it, and the money therefore is chulin, even on base Midish. However, in the and in the base of Igdash, so but we said we said in um in in uh, in front of the animal, in front of the merchants, you assume it's Maishashani money. But in Harabias, they're not buying it over there. So and they, and they don't clean off Harabias all the time because since it's on a hill, it's high up, it's it's on a mountain. So the, the wind blows off the dirt. There's not a lot of dirt there. Plus, you're not supposed to come in with your shoes, etc. So Harabias is generally a pretty clean place. So it's very possible that it fell from somebody who was just visiting there, one of the Kohanim, Levim, etc. Uh, throughout the whole year, and therefore most of the money there is Chulin. That's what, more, that's what the Mishnah said. Now, so you find, that's as far as finding coins, etc. What do you do with the money that you found? What about, what about meat that you found? So he said, he says, what's the reason why we say over here that you can't eat the meat? You find the meat on, on, in the Azara, you have to let it go bad. Why? Because you were preoccupied. You, you, um, you you didn't you weren't thinking about it anymore. Siyachdaita means that uh, you know you're you took your mind off it, right? And therefore, uh, therefore, once you take your mind off it, then it becomes puzzle. Tani You have to let it stay overnight. Not let it get disfigured because you don't know where it's from. Base uh, anything that's that's holy, you're not allowed to uh, become preoccupied and uh, not think about it. Once you take your mind off it. You don't know where it is, and uh, whatever you find, you don't know if that's the same one. Could be other ones. And even if you knew that it was yours, but if you weren't preoccupied with it the whole time, you weren't thinking about it, and you have to assume it's puzzle. So our Mishnah 
says that our Mishnah says this, explains this. Why? It says Tuba Tarasov Yasabesa Right? That's this that he says in general that he see the from a carbon and you have to let it go bad. It's, we see that from the Mishnah, because the Mishnah said that when you find it, that means you find it, that means that somebody took their mind off it, right? Um, they were um, uh, distracted. Uh, for, the, for, for, for some other reason, they would take their mind off, and now it says, oh, what's, what's that piece of meat? They, weren't, they didn't have their mind on it 100% of the time. You have to let it go. You have to leave, let it uh, stay overnight, become disfigured, and burn it, uh, and burn it in, in the base of Shreifa. That was one of the places with the outside, not in, it, on, on Harabais, where they burnt the, uh, uh, they burnt the uh, animals that were puzzled. Amr of Yossi, Sir Yossi says, Yossi, is that really the case? Is that really the proper thing to do? I mean, you have to burn it. Uh, no way to eat it. Says the Gemara says, "Yeah, you can't eat it." Because maybe it's already no sir. Maybe it's already stayed overnight. When you found it, you're not sure who it was. You took your mind off it. Maybe this is a piece of meat that was stayed overnight. The fum came because of that. You have to say to Bitsarasa, you left to let it now become disfigured, stay overnight. The the basis straight for. There's no choice. You can't eat it because maybe it's already no sir. Maybe it's not no sir. So you let it stay overnight, becomes no sir, and you have burned. Nimsa before you find it. In Eretz Yisrael, outside the base of Migdash. So we're not talking about Kachim meat, because Kachim meat, even if it's Kachim Kalm, cannot be taken outside of Yerushalayim. But Gvul means out, not only outside the base of Migdash, but outside Yerushalayim also. So of Chris, B'Shem Yosef, says like this, Evarim Nevelos, if you find it, we said in a Varum form, not in, the, not in the time of the Rego. You just find some food in Tel Aviv, even though they're all people, most of the people keep kosher, and most of the stores are kosher butchers. But if you find the Avara, you assume that it's Nevelos. Why? Because uh, otherwise it would have been cut up to be, to be eaten. The fact is, it's, uh, you assume that it's a Nevela. And uh, therefore, it was just, you know, when you, g- you give it to animals, you don't bother cutting it up into small pieces. They just leave it as, in limbs. So if you find it in limb form, it's Nevelos. And therefore, and that's most of, we're saying most of the limbs that are found outside of Yerushalayim are nevelos, and therefore, if you ate it, local land, Mishim Nevel, you get Malchus. We assume, again, Rove tells you most of them, if we're saying most of the limbs found outside of your Shalayim, not at the time of Regal, are Nevela, therefore, if you eat it, you're Chayev, you're Malchus for that, because Rove is, Rove is Kavadai. Mastisa number, can we see that the Mishnah also, Evar of Nevelos, Vachatichas Mutaras. When you say it's mutter, how do we see that in the Mishnah? You say it's nevel, so maybe it just means it's nevel, give it to the dog. But if you ate it yourself, you wouldn't get malchus? No, because we say varim are nevels, and chatichos, if you find it in small meat form, ready to eat in a sandwich, that's mutter. Mutter means you can eat it. So chatichos mutter is low mamish, doesn't it mean that you can mamish eat it? So the same thing, the kvasa, varim nevels, also means lokanalein. That means you assume that it's vade nevela, mishum nevela. Rav Krispa b'shem Rav Yossi b'Rav Chanina. Again, we have this Rav Krispa Let's say you found the meat, even though you said it's in in a in limb form, it's in a vela. But let's say you found it uh, uh, strung together, you know, like they make a kebab or uh, you know, in a, in a form that that people sell it that way to eat. They sell it, they string it together like a necklace, and then if they were like that, then you know, even if it's in a limb form. They don't do that for nevel. Nevelas, they just, you know, if it, uh, animals are nevel, they cut up and throw it to the dogs. They don't bother making it fancy. That's how it was done in those days. Now we have a famous case of Teisha Chanuyos. Right? You have the Gemara in many places. Teisha Chanuyos. Let's say nine stores are selling non-kosher meat. And one sells kosher meat. Now, what happened? You went into one of the stores and you came out. And now you're not sure which store you went into. You're not sure. So what's the rule? 
called the Kavua, Kamechza Mechza Dummy, it's learned out from Baravlo of a Kamalav, called the Kavua, Kamechza Mechza Dummy, is like 50 50. Even though nine of the stores are, are non kosher and one is kosher, but the rule is that's all also Allah Mashmissina. We learn out from a Pasuk, really, Arvlo Kamalav, 50 50, that if it's from a Kavua place, you went into a place and you took it out, and you're not sure which one, 50 50. 50 50 means, of course, you can't eat it, but if you would eat it, even though nine out of the 10 stores are non kosher, you wouldn't get Malchus for it, doesn't, for eating the veil. We're talking about non kosher cow meat, let's say. Uh, so choshish, you're concerned, but you wouldn't get malchus. But let's say you find it in the street. You didn't go into a store. Then it's lahatos. You go basarov. Nine out of ten stores on Avela. And if you ate that meat after being warned you shouldn't eat it, you said, well, maybe you know you, you wanted to be maker. Said, well, I'll, I'll take my chances. It was maybe I went into the maybe it, maybe it came from a kosher store. The piece of meat that I found in the street where there were nine non-kosher stores and one kosher store, I ate it anyway. Chayv malchus for that. Because rove, you go bust a rove, it's vadi nevela. The reverse, the opposite. The nine stores are selling kosher meat. One selling non-kosher meat. Again, if you went into a store and you took and you bought meat, now you're not sure which store you went into. Again, called the kavua since it came from a fixed spot. You went into the store, but you're not sure which you went into. 50-50. And you can't eat it. Again, it's 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 likely that it was from a bus that is kosher meat, but still you can't eat it. Me suffolk called the kavua chametz But if you find it in the street, and you could eat the meat again, would anybody do that today? No, you're going to be machmer, right? But if there were nine kosher stores and one non-kosher store, and you found a piece of meat in the street, and it was you know clean enough to eat, assuming right, wash it off, you could eat it. Menatora. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Let's say you find it in the hands of a guy. It's like you find it in the street. Again, what we're saying over here, it means this. When you find it, if, if you find it in the hands of a guy, it's if you find it, it's like you found it in the street. And if most of the butcher stores are kosher there, you can eat it. Is that really a tour? Blazer, rather, he was walking the street supporting Rav Mana, an older man. He was supporting him. He saw a guy. Mekatam says he saw Goy cut off a piece of meat from his horse. Maybe maybe it was, you know, I don't know. Maybe the horse wasn't feeling good. He cut off a piece of meat from the horse. Umapakuroni threw it out, threw it onto the street. Umrlay, so he said to him, does this make sense? Rabbi Yochanan just said before that what? That if you find a piece of meat in the hands of a guy, it's like you find it in the street, and if it's a kosher area, it's kosher. Here, look, look at what we just saw. We just saw a guy cut off a piece of meat and throw it in the street, cut off a piece of horse meat. How could you assume that if, that if it's in the hands of a guy, it's, it's, uh, it, 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 if it's in the hands of a guy, it's whatever the robe is in the street, whatever, if most of the butcher stairs are kosher. Here we saw a piece of non-kosher, in fact, tamea meat from a, from a, from a horse that a guy had in his hand. Omalei, Kena Rabiosi, Kena Omar, Rabiosi, Rabbi, what he said was this, this is what Rabbi Yochanan said, that if you find a piece of meat in the hands of a guy, it, it, in the hands of a guy, it's like you find it in the street, and if it's on a kosher, it's kosher. That's something we're not talking about. We're talking about if you saw a guy come out of a kosher butcher store, a butcher shop, and you see a guy come out of a kosher butcher store, even though it's in the guy's hand, you could assume it was kosher. That's what we're saying over You saw him come out of the kosher store. We're not talking about time you find a piece of meat. Uh, a guy's walking along, and he takes out his lunchbox. Are you going to assume that the meat's kosher? Of course not. We're talking about if you saw a guy come out of a kosher butcher store, you could assume it's kosher. Now, a couple of stories indicating uh, what you uh, indicating 
this, we're saying go basarov. On the other hand, the, on the other hand, we also have an, an issue of uh, the concept of basarshim Solomon ayim, a meat that uh, meat that has been removed from the eye, meaning that the eye couldn't see for a while. So that that's a this is a big question. Chad Barnash was a story with a man but Sipar was a very Jewish city. Also, boy, misvan kupad min He wanted to buy some meat from the kosher butcher there. They were fighting, and the kosher butcher didn't want to sell this Jew the meat. Right? Reuben and Shimon had a fight. The butcher, the butcher did not want to sell this Jew his meat. So the Jew, the customer, turned to a guy. He says, listen, do me a favor. You go into the store. The guy doesn't like me. You go into the store and buy the meat for me. So after the, the guy did that for him, so now the, the customer went in to show the butcher, you know, as Jews like to do, I got it anyway. You didn't want to sell it to me. Guess what? I fooled you. I send my 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 uh, my buddy over here, Tyler, like as in Tyler O'Neill. I sent my buddy Tyler in to or Dylan, uh, whatever. I sent him in, and he bought it for me. Right? Uh, didn't I get it for you against your will? You see, you, you thought you'd fool me. You didn't want to sell it to me. I got it anyway. So the butcher told him, I sold the guy not kosher meat. <laughs> the trick, the fool. You're the fool. You thought you sent him the guy. Well, when the guy came in, I sold him some non kosher meat. So you you have nevel anyway. You're stuck anyway. So if hear me, Bishem of Chanina said, "My Rabbi." The story came before Rabbi. The question was, is the meat kosher or not? Was he just saying it to, to spite the guy or not? He's not believed. He cannot. He cannot forbid. The um, the meat markets in Sipari. In other words, the butcher cannot say I sold them non kosher meat. It's a kosher butcher store. There's no non kosher. Ask the mashgiach. There's no non kosher meat in there, and therefore he's not believed to uh, to say it. So when you know the meat came out of that store, you know it's kosher. Okay, that's that's I mentioned before about Basar and that we're going to see now, right? So over here in these all these cases, we saw the meat, right? When you saw the, the meat come out of the store, a, pardon? There's an analogous situation. Mm-hmm. You can go into a fish store and get a non kosher fish. Yeah, but then it didn't. Have, the, the The fish store did not have a hashgacha. We're not talking about a kosher. It's not a kosher fish store. A kosher fish store only has kosher fish. If you go into a um, uh, what what's the word a non um, non denominational uh, uh, fish store, it sells kosher and non kosher. Fine, so then there's no chazak that it's kosher. Here we're talking about where the stores in question are totally kosher, meaning there's ashgach or they know that it's only kosher meat. So if you know the store that you came out of, no question. Even if a guy came out of the store, he came out of the store with kosher meat. But what about where you didn't see the meat the whole time? So here we get into other stories. Uh, a story like this on the last line of the page in my Gemara. Rav Nachas Lataman, Rav went to uh, to Bavel, to Manu, it means over there, like, you know, Shoch Mitam. Chamsun, um, he, he, went to, he went to Bavel, Chamsun, Makilan, and he saw that they were very uh, lenient. Um, he saw that they were very uh, lenient in what sense? That they would give the meat to a guy to watch. You know, like to watch. I have this question a lot by, you have this like kosher, and uh, maybe especially in New York or even over here, you could have Arabs also. Uh, in America, you, you have the story where you have kosher uh, uh, restaurants and you order from them and, they, and you know, Puerto Rican delivers it, right? And if it's not double sealed, uh, it could be a little bit of a problem. It's called bushers and sometimes. So here we hear Rob went to Bavel and he saw that they were very uh, lenient 
uh, with this, that they would give the meat to a guy to watch, and that's called Basrish and Solomon Ayin. You didn't see it the whole time. It came out of the store, it's one thing. Or even if you found it in a place where it's rove, rove like we said, Teshachanui, you have nine kosher stores and one non-kosher, and you find the meat on the street, you go bus a rove. But over here, a guy had the meat for a while. There's no rove over here. The guy had the meat, and uh, what do you do? V'chamerlen, he was machmer, and he said, no, you can't eat that meat. Similar a story, how? Chad Barnash, a similar story, a Chad Barnash, a man, Ozel, boy, Meshizka, Askufte, he wanted to wash his meat. He had some meat there, he wanted to clean off, he went down to the river to wash it, the Gavnar in, in the river, Vinchisa, and he forgot it there, or it fell out of his hand, Bozele, he fell out of his hand, and he fell into the river. Chazubar Minsa, he wanted to go retrieve it, he wanted to go jump into the river to get it. Omalei, Rav, Osir, Lecha, you can't eat that meat. Why? Because I could say, the meat that you dropped in was washed away by the river. It was already downriver. And instead, the river brought you. You said you found another piece of meat. The river brought you a different piece of meat. That, be, that could have been an avail of meat. We don't, there's no rove over here. Here We don't know. It's 50-50. You don't know. You can't eat that meat. Now, maybe it's not... Uh, a rove of nevela, but it could be nevela, or maybe it's in a place where it's even rove. If it's a place that's rove and you eat it now, you're chayav malkas. If it's not, at least it's, it's, you certainly can't eat it. So in other words, that's Basr and Shalman It fell into the river. Now you jump in the river, you find a piece of meat. Maybe it's not the same piece of meat. Maybe your piece of meat's already down river, and this is another piece of meat, a similar story. Chad Banasha was a guy there was a guy who Avi Malach was walking in the, in the shukah, ton koko, uh, but he was carrying some uh, meat. Also, Daisa, a big bird, like a vulture or whatever, a crow came. The Chatzvimine grabbed the piece of meat out of his hand, jumped like, jumped and maybe it was on his shoulder and grabbed it out of hand. The Tolka say and threw it somewhere else. Chazer boy, Mistama, Chazer boy, Missibna. He went, he went to the place where the bird threw the meat and he wanted to retrieve it. This guy wanted to retrieve it. He says, oh, I saw him throw it over there. So he said, it's right over there. Amalei Rav, Rav said, Oslucha. Why? You can't eat that meat. The normal, I could say, the bird was, at the time that he grabbed your meat, it was also holding some non-kosher meat. The bird liked to grab meat, right? He grabbed the piece of meat. He already had another, he had another piece of meat in his hand too, right? Or in his, in his uh, paw, whatever, right? Vitalka say he threw that piece of meat. When you saw him throw a piece of meat, that was the, that, that was, that was the, um, the other piece of meat, the piece of nevela meat that you're trying to retrieve, you saw the bird drop the meat over there. What he dropped over there was a piece of nevela meat that was already in his hands. And, and he took the other one, right? And, you're, and what you're taking now is the other piece of meat. In other words, what you're dropping now, his piece of meat, the piece of meat that he grabbed from you, he took away. The piece of meat that he dropped over there is a piece of nevela meat. You saw him, you know he grabbed your meat, and you saw him drop some meat, but that's not the piece of meat. Your piece of meat is not the piece of meat that he dropped over there. What he dropped over there was a piece of nevela meat. In other words, you don't know. That's called Buster's Nassamai, and you can't see. You didn't follow it the whole time. You don't know, and therefore it's usher to eat that. Tomorrow's daf is daf chof, picking up from here from Genoi, Shat of Zikin, from this river that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, tore, that, you know, that things, uh, that, um, this river, um, wash things away, whatever. It was, it was a river that, uh, that you know, that uh, things got washed down the road, uh, d- down the river from, from there. So the question again is, uh, if you have simonim on it, if you have a chosim, if you have a seal, again, if it's not double sealed, you have this problem. If it's double sealed and you know that it was sealed by a Jew, 
Then there's, but if otherwise, it's what's called Basra Salmanayan. So when a guy brings you a sandwich, which he could have, he could have exchanged for another one, there's no, you don't know for sure that it's uh, kosher, that's a real problem. On Sunday, Mitzvah we'll pick it up for a fifth or sixth line down on Daf Chafala from Rabbi Yossi Omer, we'll pick it up from there. Have, and the, uh, tomorrow's Daf will be on the podcast. Have a good Shabbos, everybody. Call good to, Shabbos. Call Take to. care. Beautiful. Call